0: Mr. Barker, looks like we uh, have got some baseball to watch again tonight. Seattle Mariners, Texas Rangers, the Jays at this point desperately hoping for a uh, Texas win, which uh, would allow them to back into the wild card. Uh, If that doesn't happen, if Seattle does win, then tomorrow's game is not only so not only winner take all for the Blue Jays, but it also opens the possibility of the dreaded four-way tie. And um, and in that case, uh, the odds don't favor the Blue Jays. Um, 7-5, Blue Jays lost to the Tampa Bay Rays this afternoon at the Rogers Center. Kevin, obviously, uh, a lot of the focus is going to be on John Schneider's use of the bu- bullpen. We will await to hear the Blue Jays' manager jordan romano uh used in the eighth inning not the ninth inning used in the eighth inning for one inning the bottom of the order jordan hicks was given charge the top of the raise order in the ninth and tenth innings the tenth inning of course uh the uh the raise scoring uh putting it away with runs in the extra frame
1: yeah, I, uh, look, I talked to John today on the field. He told me he was going to do what he had to do to win the game. That's, you know, he's going matchups there. It made perfect sense. Is it a, you know, a, a, an odd look? Absolutely. You you're not used to seeing Jordan Romano run out of the bullpen in the eighth inning. But with the way Unless Jordan... for two innings. Well, you know, well, it seems to me like they wanted Jordan Hicks to go two innings other than jordan romano and the part of the order that was rolling around the ninth innings been pretty hard on jordan like that's that for me is anyway i mean we haven't heard from john but i mean you can use a little common sense and think that the top of the order you know has had some pretty good swings and some pretty good looks at jordan uh romano you would like to have somebody else in there that might throw a little bit harder and have a little bit more movement and you know, maybe it had a little bit more success against that part of the order. So, yeah, I mean, it made perfect sense. That that's You're trying to win a game. You're not trying to, you know, help guys' feelings. And I'm sure they were used to it. I'm sure they were prepared for it. I, the way Pete Walker is and John Snyder, they're very good at communicating. You know, you, be ready from about the fifth inning on. If we have to use you, we're going to use you no matter what the inning is. So, yeah, it just didn't work out. They couldn't get the big hit. I mean, they had their chance in the ninth inning with Biggio up and, You know, that's why it's a game of inches. It was a really good game. You know, would you like to see uh, Kevin Gossman pitching on Tuesday? Absolutely. But you feel pretty good if he has to pitch Tomorrow. Because your best guy's going, and, and the offense does look better. Like, they're, they're, they're having better bats. They're having better swings. So, you know, you can hang your hat on that. And if you're just a baseball fan, forget about being a Blue Jays fan. Right, this is wonderful. Like, this is, no, this I'd is rather they this they what you tonight. signed That's up. That's not wonderful. I'd rather, yeah, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather not t- they clinch tonight. I didn't say a Jays fan. I said a baseball fan. If you're a baseball fan, you love this. No, you'd rather have Now you get to watch playoffs. Castillo pitch, and you might get to watch Kirby tomorrow night pitch. I mean, that's – or tomorrow afternoon for, for Seattle. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, this is what you want as a baseball fan, at least I do. So, don't look at me like that. No, I'd rather have the
0: team in the playoffs. 4-1-6. You're, talk, you're, you're talking to all the Blue Jays fans. Yeah yes i am uh 416-870-0590 star 591 triple triple six zero five the last time jordan romano faced the rays was of course that game where well jordan romano blew it the uh rays went on to win the game seven six in that game as my friend mr barker pointed out started with the yandy diaz double yandy diaz wasn't in the lineup tonight but he was on the bench he was clearly available and indeed he did pinch hit uh, Diaz, Ramirez, Meade, Paredes, um, Caminero, and Lowe all really tied into Jordan Romano um, in that inning when it came apart for Jordan Romano. And that, and that really, I think that was an inning that uh, kind of shook uh, folks' faith in Jordan Romano. And um, in this game today, he would have been facing largely the same the same guys. It would have been Cam- uh, Caminero, Rosarena, Ramirez, Paredes. So I think... I think John Schneider probably just looked at that and said, you know, Jordan Romano, I mean, it's basically what have you done for me lately? And which guy – I mean, the same reason you're moving dudes around in the order, mm-hmm. right? The same reason you're trying to get the guys who are hitting more at bats is – I mean the same thing applies yeah. to the bullpen. Yes, yeah, has nothing it, this it, has it, it didn't work. This out. has
1: nothing to do with who's the closer. This has to do with who can get the guy out when it matters the most and if you need to go two innings, who do you feel more comfortable cuz maybe he's got the extra yep. couple couple of days rest and can give you the two innings. So yeah, this is common sense. Like this has nothing to do with you know, this guy's the closer, that guy's not the closer. This got to do with that. the top of the orders coming up. The last time our closer didn't have a the very a good outing. I want to throw somebody else in there and, and, and give them a different look. And, you know, that part of it worked out. He, what he did gave him a chance in the ninth inning to have the big at bat, have the big hit. Just didn't work out. I well, wanted
0: John Schneider was managing to not have to use Kevin Gossman. There tomorrow. you go. That's, That's the right, whole point. That, that was the whole point of this. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as Kevin points out, I mean, there were a couple of offensive opportunities here that went by the wayside. Uh, the ninth inning was an opportunity. The, the, the eighth inning, Bo reaches on a walk and shock alejandro kirk gets into a double play um you know uh
1: it's i'm still really can you explain something to me how how the heck does brandon belt pinch hit and not play i get it i mean i know he's old i know he's played four days in a row i know he just you know he'd been he missed 15 days on the il but how do you pinch hit and and not play that that part of it doesn't make any sense to me If, if The high-performance department has to get involved and say, oh, he can't play five days in a row. Okay, he can't play five days in a row. But to say in the eighth or ninth inning you're going to pinch hit him after he he sat over there for three hours just doesn't make a ton of sense to me because it makes their lineup longer when he's in the game and it just makes a ton of sense to have him out there and then you pinch hit for him. And then it makes anyway for me when I was watching that. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, it was a. um, They know their team better than we do. No, it was a uh, shock—not a shock, but a surprise. Uh, Brandon Belt came out of last night's game, and and apparently his back acted up on him, uh, and he was not in the lineup today. But you're right; he was good enough to pinch hit. And I mean, we've had this discussion time and time and time again. Um, You know, I
1: uh, see. I was. I
0: I got. I got. I got this thing. If you can pinch it, you can play. See,
1: I was told nothing was wrong with his back last night. I was just told that. They were winning big. They wanted to get somebody else in there, get him off his feet. Uh, w- w- uh, multiple people had had conversations walking by asking, are you okay? And he smiled and gave you the thumbs up. So, yeah, I mean, this is more – again, I'm not saying that's the reason why they lost, but uh, the last couple of days, has their lineup not looked better with the way it was the last couple of days other than today? It's I, frustrating, isn't it? Because yeah, we're, we're starting
0: to see some life out of this lineup. No question. They're still playing pretty good defense. Like, all the things you like to see out of this team, uh, all the things you think that are going to stand you in good stead if you go to the postseason. And today, your starting pitching, Hyunjin Ryu, was not good. Um, If it's me, and I, you know, I talked to Ben and Shai in the press box before. We are saying the same thing. If it's me... I might rather have seen Bowden Francis out there today than Hyunjin Ryu, uh, based on how this team has hit Ryu. Ryu didn't come through for them today. They needed certainly more than three innings out of Ryu. They didn't get it. That forced them to go to the bullpen. Uh, Trevor Richards has been awfully good most of this year. He's not been the same dude since he's come off the IL. Trevor Richards comes in the game. He was up the home run. Uh, and, and then... You know, further to your point, the Jays had a couple of opportunities. They just couldn't They couldn't put it away. And then Jordan Hicks in the second inning, that that, that hit was, I don't know if you call it a bloop, but. Hits, a hits, a, a hits. Hits, a hits, a hit. That kind of opened the doors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The it's it's sort of against good teams, against teams that have 98 wins. you got to make quality pitches. When you don't, they make you pay for it, and that's sort of what happened today. Eddie from Barry. You're on Blue Jays Talk. How's it going, guys?
0: Uh, well, Barker's happy with the excitement. I'd rather have the team in the (laughs) playoffs. That's
2: just me. (laughs) Anyways, I just got a couple questions. First of all, do you think George Springer has that fly ball in uh, right field, the one that uh, Vigio kind of – I thought he pulled up on it a little bit. Do you think George Springer makes that catch?
1: I don't Uh, know. um, I I, I think George plays pretty shallow. Yeah. That's That's a tough play. I mean, Kevin's a pretty good outfielder. He runs good routes. He gets good jumps. You know. I'm going to say and, no to um,
2: Okay, my second question is, can you explain the four-way tie? I, I thought for sure that we had the tiebreaker against Houston. Um, why why is, is
3: it all on Seattle tonight to lose?
0: Well, no, you, it, 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 here's the thing. The tiebreakers are records between the teams in head-to-head games. Texas holds a better record against the Jays in head-to-head games. Seattle has a better record against the Jays in head-to-head games. That's the first tiebreaker. The Jays have a better record against Houston. The Jays have beaten Houston more than Houston's beaten them this year. So that's why they have the tiebreaker. The second tiebreaker, then, when you get into things, is your record within your division. And I don't need to tell you that the Jays' record within their division isn't very good. So um, it, it's – I mean, we've been focusing on Seattle because simply for the Jays to get in, one of those teams has to be eliminated. And the question is who gets eliminated first, and it's easier, frankly, for Seattle to be eliminated, and you know you've also got to remember that Texas, which is playing Seattle, is playing to win a division title. So then, if you get into situation tomorrow, if you know if Texas doesn't win the division title and it's Houston, I mean, I mean there are they're just uh, it, you know all the games tomorrow start at three oh seven, and that's kind of basically where we are. But uh, four way tie does not favor the Blue Jays. The four way tie does not favor the Blue Jays. You do not want that easiest thing is for the Mariners to be eliminated and uh, then it becomes pretty straightforward from there um but uh you know it is. to me I like this system much I never really like the idea of playing an extra the extra game the game 163 to decide a spot I just I'd rather I'd rather use the tiebreaker I think the season's long enough as it is you use a tiebreaker um you base it on I'd rather have the final decision based on what you did in the regular season as opposed to what you do in one nine inning game on, on Monday.
3: Yep, um, just the way I am.
0: Yep. Andrew from Toronto, you're on Blue Jays talk.
3: Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry for repeating myself here, because or not repeating myself, but getting a question that you've probably gotten all year because I listen a lot. But guys, what the hell is going on with Vlad's approach? Like, I mean, I, I mean, we're in year five here, pretty much at the end of of year five. You know, I wouldn't say he's a vet, but he certainly isn't a kid anymore. And I mean, we've just seen time and time again this guy has just zero clutch factor, zero clutch gene. Um, you know, I watch baseball a long time, and I understand that guys lose their timing, they lose their swing. But at this point, where he's year five in the, the big in the big leagues here, and I just see zero, zero, zero mental approach, zero, uh, zero planning, zero thinking in between pitches. Like you know, everybody blames Guillermo Martinez, and that's a whole different story. You know, whatever, but. I'm pretty sure Guillermo could probably, you know, walk him through an at bat much better than, than Vlad is thinking through these at bats right now. Like, I, I don't know how many times we're going to see him just take pitches right down the middle and then swing at stuff uh, that's outside in the left the left uh, batter's box. So, I don't know, like, what do you guys think about this? Because I, I just I don't know if I can watch this anymore.
0: Well, I mean, it's been the same thing all year. Uh, with, with, with Vladdy um you know we've we've talked about this a great deal uh you know it, it's i mean it's not going to change between t- tonight and tomorrow he looks hurt to me
1: Today's the first time that i've well, seen we actually him, we saw him running he's, out he's, that, that ball the first limping, base he's slapping he around at first base I know he has the knee issue i'm not making excuses for him i mean it's the worst some of the worst bats you've seen him have all season uh yeah, yeah sometimes you know he'll go through those things where either he's looking spin a certain location, he gets it there. No matter where it's at in that location, he swings at it right, and that his at bats start to look like they look. It's he's had an up and down year. He hasn't had the the year that everybody uh, thinks he should have had. And you know, five years, I think that's a bit strong. Didn't he finish second in the MVP race a couple of years ago? Uh, look, it, the the thing with Vladdy being you know a better hitter year after year, yeah, it's went down the last couple of years. That, that, for me, is something the organization needs to take a giant look at. Does he need help around him? Does he need a better hitting coach? Do they need to, you know, have better planning when it comes to, you know, just everything that goes into being Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? So we'll just have to wait and see. But, yeah, I sort of agree with the caller, not with the five-year thing, but with how bad the at-bats were today when really you need him the most. They were pretty bad.
0: All right, I'm going to read the tiebreaker scenarios just so I can clear, clear it up. Because I have to admit, I've spent most of my time just focusing on the Mariners. Um, this is a, If there's a four-way tie for three spots, the Astros, Mariners, Rangers, and Blue Jays. If that happens, the Blue Jays are out. Um, if all four of these teams finish with the same record, ties would be settled in the following order. One, the AL West title tiebreaker between the Astros, Mariners, and Rangers, so they'd have to decide an AL West winner. The second AL wildcard berth tiebreaker between the Blue Jays and two remaining AL West clubs. And then the third AL wildcard berth tiebreaker between two remaining clubs. So uh, that is the order in which the tiebreaker uh, would be established. When there's a three-team tie, if one team ties, the, wins the season series against both of the other clubs, That team gets the tiebreaker. However, that tiebreaker would not be in play if all three AL West clubs ended up tied. The Astros won their season series against the Rangers. They lost to the Mariners. The Mariners won their season series against the Astros, but lost to the Rangers. And the Rangers won their season series against the Mariners, but lost to the Astros. So the tiebreaker would go to the team with the best combined winning percentage against the other two clubs. In this case, the Mariners would win. And again, that's keeping in mind that... that That's depending on the outcome of tonight's game. Now, the same steps are used to determine the winner of the second AL wildcard berth between the Blue Jays and the two remaining AL West clubs. None of these three clubs won their season series against both of the other two clubs. So this tiebreaker would also go to the team with the best combined winning percentage against the other two. In this scenario, the Astros would prevail. They'd get the second AL wildcard spot with no remaining head-to-head games between the Astros, Rangers, and Blue Jays, this one has already been decided. So that's the second that you don't have to worry about that. It's not going to be used. The tie between the Rangers and Blue Jays for the third wildcard spot would be settled using two team tiebreaker rules, starting with head-to-head record. The Rangers won their season series against the Blue Jays 6-1, to one, so they'd prevail in this tiebreaker scenario and claim the third AL wildcard berth. If there's a three-way tie... If there's a three-way tie for two spots, the scenario where the Blue Jays would claim the second wild card, the Astros, Mariners, and Rangers tie, if the three AL West clubs finish tied with worse records than the Blue Jays, Toronto would win the second AL wild card spot. The tie for the AL West title would be settled using the same three-team tiebreaker steps uh, that we talked about before. The tie between Houston and Texas for the third AL wild card spot would go to the Astros. There's another scenario. The Astros win the West, the Mariners Rangers and Blue Jays tie. If that happens, the Blue Jays are out because they have losing records against the Mariners and the Rangers. So there you go. What you don't want is a tie where Houston wins the AL and the Mariners and Rangers and Blue Jays are involved in the tie, it, 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 in the wild card race. You don't want that. The only team the Jays have a better the only team the Jays can beat in a wild-card tie right now are the Astros. So I hope that explains it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where we are. And, again, that I think, frankly, I think most of us didn't think that would be on the table because I think most of us thought the Jays would win one of these two games Yep. and uh, be in a position to clinch a playoff spot. Billy and Markham, why am I not surprised to
2: hear from you? But you're an optimist today. Nice. It's very simple, guys. Obviously, we want Seattle to lose tonight, right? But if they don't lose, come on Arizona, because I'll tell you, we're not we're sleeping on Houston. Houston could be the team that uh, gets us into the playoffs. Simply put, they're not playing good baseball. They're fight. Arizona needs this game tonight. I mean, I still think we're in, guys. Even if we lose tomorrow, and Seattle wins. Uh, Tonight and tomorrow, we can still catch Houston if, if Houston stays tied with us, because luckily we've got the luckily we've got the tiebreaker over him. Finally, guys, I'm going to disagree with the batting order once again. I've told you guys this from the very beginning. Whit Merrifield is seventh in the American League in hitting, seventh, but yet he's batting seventh, eighth. Okay, I understand he went through a little bit of a slump. Here's your batting order, John. Listen to me on this. Bo or Bow or Witt, one, two, however you want it. Vladdy, three, and Springer, four. What is Bo Bichette's three singles yesterday going to do in a power position? Uh, a home run. We don't want Bo Bichette hit, trying to hit home runs. Let Bo Bichette hit the way Bo Bichette hits. Put him at the top. Merrifield right there. Cabin Vigio, yeah, I know you've had a nice little run. Go park your ass on the back of the bench. You're the 10th player on this team. We'll use you if, if we if, if we need you. But but other than that, guys, J- John, stop switching everything around now in games 149 or 159, 160, 160. This should have been done during the regular season. Guys, it's in our hands. We didn't think it would come down to 162. It's all up to us tomorrow. We win the game. We're in. It's as simple as that. Later, fellas.
0: What do you think of the lineup, Parker? They scored 18 runs in the last – or 16 runs in the last two days. I'm actually okay with the lineup. 16 runs? Is my math right? 16 runs in the last I
1: think Witt is 20 for his last 113. Yeah. That's a buck 70. I think probably Witt's where Witt should be. I think that's probably a good way to put it. Uh, Do we have John
0: Schneider in the pitching move? Okay, we need to get John Schneider in the pitching move. We do have John Schneider on the mood within the clubhouse, though.
4: The mood is that everything's in our control still, right? So we worked that hard, this hard to get to this point. So everything is still, you know, right in front of us, and we control what happens. So the uh, mood right now—it's a tough game. You know, we play these guys close. It seems like all the time. You know, it's a tough loss, but uh, you move on to tomorrow. So it's uh, that's all you can really do. And you know, the mood will be okay for a little bit, and it'll get better, you know, in a few hours. And I think you know, you you watch the Seattle game, Seattle and Texas, and See what happens.
0: That's John Schneider talking about <clears throat> the mood in the clubhouse. Dale, um, look, we we've. Uh, uh, I I don't know how to. <laughs> it's funny because I, I I'm running over in my head again the the use of the bullpen and I, and I get the idea of you really don't want you don't want Gossman to have to to have to pitch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if you're and I'll tell you what, if you're Kevin Cash in the Rays. Not only are you making the you're making the team that you will f- possibly face in the first round have to work like hell to get there. Mm-hmm. You're basically you force them to burn their best starting pitcher and take him out of your series for the most part. Kevin Gossman pitches Sunday. I, I mean, I guess he could. Would you, would you bring him back on t- on 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 Wednesday? Would you uh, bring him back on Thursday in a in a um, you know in a third game if you need to? I don't know. But if you're Kevin Cash, this has worked out. This has absolutely worked out perfectly
1: for you. Yeah, that's why the, the Rays have won ninety-eight games. They, they you, won ninety-eight no, games but, for but a reason. The
0: the thing. I mean, I get again. I get the idea of managing this game to not get the Gossman. How much of a, how much of a risk did you think it was at the time when you saw Romano coming in for one inning, knowing the possibility that Hicks would have to go to you? Don't have Hicks for tomorrow now.
1: Yeah, look, I had the conversation on the field with John before the game and it sounded like he was going to do everything in his power to try and help that ahead, right? To not have to use Gosman in tomorrow's game. Whatever it took to give his chance a, his team a chance to get a big hit. It worked out exactly the way it was supposed to work out. Again, I, I, sometimes I think without always looking at the numbers, you can remember that Jordan Romano had a tough time getting through the, the big part of the order for the race. And Jordan Hicks has had a little time off, Has was throwing harder today. The movement was there, right? So you're you're planning on giving him a different look. Maybe it'll work out. It worked out. He just happened to throw a, a fastball 100 miles an hour down to a left. He has a little natural uppercut in his swing, and but then it didn't work out. Oh, there you go. I mean, it, again, it, it did actually because it gave him a chance with two outs and a runner in scoring position to walk it off. That was the point is to try and get your team up there with a chance to walk it off by using the pitcher that you thought gave them the best chance to do that. And he did it. John Schneider
0: was asked about going to Jordan Ram- Romano before uh, Jordan Hicks. And uh, this was his response.
3: Uh, Schneider, can you just walk us through the decision to use Romano in the eighth?
4: Yeah, kind of just where they were in the lineup. You know, I think when you have Romano and Hicks, um, you know, just kind of like who you prefer against uh, some lefties that are probably coming up um, or just a stack of righties that that are not going to get pinch hit for. So talked about it before the game. You know, all the guys in the bullpen are on board. They know that they're going to be in, especially Jordan and Jordan. It's going to be from like the seventh inning on. Um, So just kind of where they were in the lineup.
0: So there you go. That's John Schneider's explanation, which was which was uh, your explanation. Kevin, there are people who are going to say <laughs> that you don't change in game 161 the stuff you were doing from game 1 to
1: 160. I don't think he changed. I, I, I don't understand how he changed. He took the best arm against the best part of the order that he thought that arm could get those guys out. And – for the most part, it worked. It got his lineup up. But I think people, with a dude standing in scoring position, the, the point is and a chance for the two hole hitter to walk it off. I mean,
0: that's yeah. But but the point is, I can see people's point of view. People are wondering whether or not he panicked because you haven't seen that this year. You didn't. We has there been a time this year where Jordan Armando's coming in the eighth and Jordan Hicks is pitching the ninth? No. So why now? I, I, listen, I, I'm just saying, I, I understand why he did it, and I agree with it, but I'm certainly, I understand why callers would, I understand why people would have a question about that. We always talk about managers need to be consistent in their approach. You know, um, mm. I mean, I, I, I give him credit, and, you know, we've talked about Jordan Romano. Uh, but, yeah, it is, it's the type of move that you know, people are going to be questioning for a long time if this team doesn't go to the playoffs. And you're right. The idea that they had a chance to win this game—they absolutely had a chance to win this game. Let me ask and they you. Couldn't get the. I they may, couldn't get the
1: hit. I may ask needed. you a question. Did he put the best arm in the best spot of the game in the eighth, and ninth, and tenth inning? I would have done what he did. yes. There you go. I mean, that's all you can do. Is you think that dude is better against that part of the order, you throw him out there again. I like what he said. They knew it was coming before the game started. If we get to this point, because this dude has been better against that part of the order than that guy has, we're going to throw that guy. I mean, for me, it's a no-brainer. I, I, that he's trying to give his team the best chance to win a baseball game. and For me, anyway, he did it. it. The player didn't get it done. The dude didn't get a hit when he was in the situation. I mean, he lined them up. To get it done and they just didn't get it done. That's again, I think sometimes you gotta give credit to the other team. That other team's pretty good. Yeah. They're, they're pretty uh, good. They're pretty good. They got ninety eight wins for a reason. Claudio from King City, you're on Blue Jays talk.
2: Hi guys. How's it going? This team is going very okay. frustrating to watch. But one question, uh bottom of the tenth. When Kiermaier was up with two out and we needed a home run, why didn't we put the Babe Bambino-Snyder in to pinch hit?
1: So for his last 35 or something? Yeah. He's 0 for 35. He was that like a month ago. He's not really that now. Yeah, but lots of power. It was worth a gamble. I mean, I guess. I I guess. Thank you, guys. Have have a great night. Thanks for the call.
0: I knew there would be a Davis. I mean, davis Schneider. the folks are already convinced he's going to win an MVP award next year because that's what, I mean. People do fall in love with dudes like that in Toronto. I
1: mean, he Everybody earned it did. for he earned it for a little while. Well, He did, but he's it's, also over yeah, yeah. so thirty-five. It's a it's a nice story. Thirty-five, to, whatever. It but it you are
0: close. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a nice story and everything. But yeah, uh, yeah you know, you are not going to put David Schneider up there in a pinch hit situation for your one of your best. Yeah, especially against field, sure.
1: a righty pitcher on the mound, and yeah. you know, Kiermaier's hit some homers this year against righties. So it's,
5: yeah.
1: Uh before
0: we break. I want to play more from John Schneider on the Romano move uh show if we could play that clip
3: john just back to the flipping of the jordans i know you mentioned it was lineup related but i believe that's the first time when jordan was available that you've gone in that configuration and given how the past week has gone uh, was there a heads up to him in advance uh, any sort of communication on how that might play out in this situation
4: yeah there's definitely a heads up there there has been a heads up since we acquired jordan hicks and i, I don't know what's worked out where Romano has had the ninth inning, you know. Uh, but, yeah, they, they all know kind of where we are and um, what we can do in our bullpen. So, it's, um, I mean, Romano was nasty today. He had really good stuff. So, it, it kind of just depends on where you are and who's available. But, I guess, to answer your question, have no problem throwing Romano in the ninth or the tenth or the eleventh.
0: Tell you what, there is no eighth-inning pitcher in baseball who gets his own light show.
1: I That's a fair point.
0: Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. It is true. Uh the Jays have lost seven five to you know I'm gonna mention the light show. You know that. <laughs> the Jays man. have lost seven five to the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays have taken uh or the Rays have taken the second game of this series. Gotta watch the Mariners and Rangers tonight. And uh the pitching matchup is Andrini against Luis Castillo, which makes me think we'll probably be back here tomorrow with the Jays. Uh, not, knowing their, uh, not knowing their playoff future, not knowing uh, whether or not they will be in the playoffs, which, if nothing else, will make for a hell of a one, game 162. And a reminder, all the games in Major League Baseball tomorrow start at 3.07 Eastern uh, because it is the final day of the regular season. 7-5, the Jays have lost to the Tampa Bay Rays. We'll take a break and come back with more. It's Blue Jays Talk on the Sportsnet Radio Network.
4: It's, uh, yeah, up and down, you know. I, I think the biggest thing is that we control everything, right? That's the biggest thing. It's, it's hectic and it's, you know, stressful and all that kind of stuff. But this is, you know, why you play. This is why you play 162. We're actually doing that. We're playing 162 for a reason. So um, it's exciting. Yeah, it's up and down. It's back and forth, all that kind of stuff. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we, we control our own fate. So, you know, that part of it feels really good.
0: to be honest. I think I, I think people and I include myself in that group will be a lot more confident uh were it not for the memory of that uh playoff series against the Seattle Mariners and how that thing spun out of control. That's kind of the lingering you know, the takeaway I think for for, for most Jays fans. I mean that that's mm-hmm. been the biggest that's the biggest that's been the biggest event until this team clinches or doesn't make the playoffs this year that's kind of been the biggest moment
1: and i'm in i'm in the camp the way their offense has looked almost all season be lucky you're playing 162 that means something
0: well i'm also in the camp that this is probably the best the has looked all year and i keep getting back to this again they're solid defensively um
1: can't believe i'm saying this but hopefully brandon belts in the lineup tomorrow hopefully fingers
0: crossed Time for the Major League Standings Watch, presented by Bet365. You can download the Bet365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. The games that matter to the Blue Jays won't start for, uh, well, the Texas-Seattle game will start at 7.15 Eastern, and uh, the Houston-Arizona game will start at 8.10 Eastern. The uh, other game of significance going on right now, the Miami Marlins are leading Pittsburgh 1-0, a win in the Marlins, punch their ticket to the postseason. Hands up if you saw that coming. Oh, wait. There is somebody sitting in here who picked the Marlins to go to the postseason. Uh, the standings. Not, I don't you know. Do we need? Well, we'll read the standings because it's 365. The uh, wild card standings. Tampa Bay is 98-63. and 63. They could finish the season with 99 wins and not win their division. <laughs>
1: That's the team you want to face in the
0: playoffs. 98-63. Toronto is 89 and 72. Houston's 88 and 72. Seattle's 87 and 73. What? What are you looking at? <laughs> I still rather face the rays. Good luck. I still rather face the rays than the Twinkies. Daryl from Whitby. Oh my. What's up, Daryl? Hey guys, how are you? We're Barkers very happy because he's got exciting <laughs> baseball. Really? I, I would prefer having the team in the playoffs, oh. but that's just <laughs> uh, me. All uh, right.
5: Let's just say this: the Jays never make anything easy. That's for sure. But uh, no, they do not. Let's do face it: answer. if it wasn't for their pitching, they wouldn't be anywhere near where they are right now in the standings. But uh, there you go. Where's Ross Stripling when we need him? Huh. I would have rather have pitched an opener today and, st- and left Ryu on the bench. To be honest, I would have I would have stretched it out that way.
0: Yeah, I but, I gotta say that I I gotta say that uh, if this is Hyunjin Ryu's last. Uh, last uh game in a, in a jays uniform you think
5: so oh, I, oh I mean, yeah 100 you know, percent. yeah he's yeah. he's past his time yeah. the other thing the jays just don't get timely hitting when they need it they don't have that clutch hitter that can come through when they need to break through it's uh six dozen of one half dozen of the other so i guess tomorrow we just got to fingers crossed and hope that they can win the game, or if you want to really bank on it, if uh, the Mariners lose tonight. But uh, that's wishful thinking in a way, isn't it? Did you like
0: uh, the way John used his bullpen today with Romano and uh, and Hicks?
5: I had no problem with that because the way Romano's been pitching lately and you get into that part of the lineup coming up and Hicks has Velo V-low and was pitch- he was pitching good. I mean, that pitch that he pitched down the middle, it was just the guy got a good swing on it and hit it. But I don't fault him for at all for doing that. To be honest, I mean Hicks is a closer too. He was brought in from where they got him from. He was their closer. So
0: well, he kind of fallen. Yeah, he kind of fallen out of favor. He he's not he he is not what you would call a no brainer as a closer. The St. Louis Cardinals didn't see him as that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm still not certain he is. But but thanks for the call. And yeah, and yeah I mean that that you know again as you you explained the decision. John explained the decision. The one thing I will say is. All you can ask from the manager is, why did you do it? And if he gives you a decision, if he gives you a reason for it, you accept that, and uh, you move on. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety 870 star 590, one triple, eight, triple, six, zero, five, 90, seven, 5 the, what are you looking at me like that? 7-5, the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Toronto Blue Jays today in front of 42,097 at the Rogers Center.
1: What are you looking at me like that for? I'm not looking at you anyway. I was just thinking, man, man, all it took was Jordan Romano throwing in the eighth inning to throw 99 again. That was intriguing, wasn't it? It's odd. 99 three times, that, I that believe. That he got fired up because he's in the eighth? I,
0: I'm not sure. Taylor from Kitchener. Hey, Taylor. Gentlemen
2: gentlemen 162 does it get any better than this come on yeah it does
0: it does it it would be a lot better if they were in the playoffs stop it stop trying to stop trying to find the silver lining Uh, in my cloud stop
2: it Stop. listen gentlemen i i wanted to uh you know i've heard a lot of uh, understandable negativity kind of calling in on the lineup and the way they use the back end of the bullpen there but um you know i've been hard on john all year but i'm gonna tip my hat to it you know after uh after 158 games of jeff blair screaming through my radio to put Bo in the cleanup spot he finally listened and uh you know as for the uh as for the bullpen there i mean you know jordy had a couple uh uh, sorry romano had a couple uh rough outings and you know he needed that i thought he looked good and you know hicks was hicks and you know bloops single it's like you guys have said it a hundred times it's baseball what are you going to do
0: yeah, uh, listen. I appreciate the call, and and I think you know. May, I mean, maybe you know, maybe maybe there's a wide range of support out there for John Schneider and his move.
1: You know, well, you're trying huh? You, you, you are trying. I, you were tooting that boy. How dare they throw jo- Jordan Romano against the light show in the ninth inning? How dare we see that again? No, and now I they said, throw him in the eighth with the light show, and you're still mad. All
0: I, said, Make up all your I mind. said. about the light show. All I said is that you were the one that mentioned that. Jordan Romano seemed to lose like two miles an hour off his fastball between the bullpen and the mound. The only thing that happens between the time he reaches the bullpen and the mound, one, the umpire asks, you know, checks him for sticky stuff. Yeah. And two, there's the freaking light show. So, I mean, I, I, other than that, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't I, I, I just don't know.
1: Yeah, that that light show, boy, that really just sucks the velocity right out of you. What? <laughs> I, I'm I, mean, I don't know what you saying. Boy, just no making you happy, is there? Like, I, yeah, we well, have. Yeah, there yeah, is, yeah, No, no. The, 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 the manager house. listened to you, happy. obviously, and said, hey, he matches up better in the eighth because of who's coming up than in the ninth. Let's throw the dude that I, throws like four miles an hour harder I, I in the I, ninth.
0: I don't, I, like, I don't know if I like the move of Bichette into the cleanup spot anymore. I don't, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 7-5 uh, the uh, J. Right, we'll make you wonder about
1: the Brandon Bell thing, though. That'll make you scratch your head a little. I mean, I get it. He's uh, I guess they're telling everybody he's a bazillion years old and can't DH five days in a row after having 15 days off. I guess that's what he's telling you. But, oh, by the way, he can't sit over there for three and a half hours and then come in and take big daddy hacks. That makes total sense. Like, I, I totally understand that, too. I That part of it I just don't get. Again, it, it, he's been on a little bit of a heater. If you hadn't noticed, he's timing up some heaters and hitting them things all over the place. And then you sort of mix it around and you ask dudes to do different things. And, I mean, what if it was Brandon Bell coming up with a dude in the ninth inning with two outs? Who would you rather have? That's all. Like, right now? I'm just saying. What do I know?
0: Yeah, Alejandro Kirk came up in a couple of key situations today. And uh, now he did have the leadoff single. Uh, but he came up in a couple of key situations here and uh, was not able uh, was not able to deliver for the Blue Jays. And you know, we've talked. I was about to say, you know, I was about to credit Alejandro Kirk because we wondered how he would handle the expanded workload with Danny Jansen's uh, Danny Jansen's injury. You know, my, we we haven't talked about that play on the past ball, um, the uh, uh, the play on the past ball and the throw down to second base by uh, by Alejandro Kirk. It ultimately didn't come back to, to hurt the Blue Jays. Uh, the runner uh, stayed at third as a result of Randy Rosarena's double play. But, uh, yeah, I, w- what do you make of, of, of Alejandro Kirk and where he is right now?
1: Yeah, I'm not the one that's going to come on here and say, woo-woo, he's playing a lot. <laughs> like, he's a baseball player. He's supposed to play. It's performance-driven. Like, uh, if you're going to play and they think you have elite bat-to-ball skills, show us and if you're doing that, yeah, we'll come on here and rah-rah you. But the actual – it's like the George Springer thing. I know it's a nice little thing because of his age and, you know, he's played center and he's had a tough time standing on the field. I want 30 and 90. That's what I want. 30 and 90. That's why you pay him the big bucks. So, yeah, that's – Yeah. Mean, I, 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 I get the, the gist of what you're trying to ask. It's kind of nice and the body type and, yeah, I mean, it's not like he's on the bases – six times a game and running all over the place. And, you know, he's, hes I think, what they're wanting from him. He catches a good game. He blocks the balls most of the time he's supposed to. His swing does look better. I mean, at least he's a little bit more square and not dragging the barrel through the zone. He's rotating the barrel through the zone. So that part of it looks a little bit better. But, all right, do you want him up in the big spot? Would you want him up in the ninth inning with, with two outs and runner at second? Uh, probably not. So what if you're the Blue Jays, what do you do now?
0: Like what what do you do?
1: Give the ball to Kevin Costman and dominate that team tomorrow. None of the Rays are going to play. If they do play, the starters in the everyday lineup, they're going to hit maybe once or twice. You dominate them.
0: And you also That's and, what you do. And you do know, you do know that Ke- that Kevin Cash used all his A-level relievers today because he said before the game his plan was to get all his top relievers yeah. into the game today. So they could have yeah, tomorrow off, get two days They're probably
1: off. in Tampa already. <laughs> I was going to say, they're
0: probably on the play yeah. they They're in probably Tampa in Tampa already. In the, it's, it's not ready. 7-5, folks. We got to do it again tomorrow. Mm. I mean, you can watch the Mariners and Rangers tonight. And if a miracle happens, then, you know, you can come up, watch tomorrow's game, knowing that there will be a celebration after that game is over, knowing that the Blue Jays are in the playoffs. But uh, given the fact that nothing has come easy for this team this year, I fully expect the... Postseason to be in the balance tomorrow. I mean, you'll be
1: sitting right here You'll be sitting right tomorrow. here. We'll
0: be figuring out our four-way tie scenarios. I can't wait. 307 is the first pitch tomorrow on Sportsnet 590, the fan at Sportsnet. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. While the team makes a push for the postseason, make sure you are prepping your ride for cold weather with Crown, Canada's number one rust protection. Book your appointment today at crown.com or visit the location nearest you.